Welcome to Dicey Stories, where we tell stories shaped by dice. You're listening to our tabletop role-playing game, Actual Play Podcast, episode 105. Today's episode begins a new arc in our series, Fraud Investigators, played using the Genesis role-playing system and set in the universe of Blizzard's StarCraft video games at the beginning of StarCraft II. This is Re-Socializing. Each wrapped up in her own problems, Imogen and Lily spend another couple days aboard the Dominion Platform Imperative. There they tap all their contacts to prepare a return to Tarsonis for one more job, just not the same one. For the story up to this point, visit our website, DiceyStories.com, where you can listen to previous episodes or read the serialized write-ups of our adventures. Now let's get rolling. We've got a story to tell. Previously on StarCraft, I believe you had gone down to the surface, successfully completed a capital S special mission. Yes, and we got the affidavit from... From Kate. Lockwell? Yes, that is her name. Saying that Dorian and Fruit Baskets all performed A-plus service, and so we can turn that in with the other paperwork. Yep, uh, so you need to turn that in. You two recovered this strange Zergi device. I'm going to say I stole it. Yeah, sure. Because I definitely told Kate that it was left behind on the planet when we evacuated. Ah, okay. That sounds good. You're trying to fix that. You got a brief message from Aiden. Yeah, that was only one way. I wasn't able to respond to it. And it wasn't clear if he was on Tarsonis or not. Correct. Uh, And Snowball still has a crit. I'm getting shot up by, was it Durian himself, or was it just one of the fruit baskets? It was Durian. It was Durian himself. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and then Durian and Lily went out for drinks. I think that's correct, yes. But Durian, Good time was had by all. Durian was not sure he wanted to actually hire the fruit baskets. Yeah, he's got mixed opinions of them. But hey, they survived, so. Lily thinks she, he can probably find better. <laughs> We will have to see. I think we open up the next day. Lily might have a bit of a hangover, but he's generally doing fine. Normal. Okay, so then does that mean we roll to heal strain? or uh, No, you recover all your strain. Okay. If you were wounded, you can recover one wound. Okay. Imogen gets a cool or discipline check for only getting a partial night's rest. Yep. Ouch. It's going to be a long day. <laughs> Starting already... Just shy of half my strain threshold. Better not run into anybody who wants to do social combat with me. Oh, yeah, that could be trouble. Not until after breakfast. Don't worry, Lily will cover for you. Yeah, we can uh, start with some things that might involve Lily, if uh, that narrative makes more sense and Imogen is like, uh. Or if you want to dive right back into this radio, it's up to you two. Probably the scene opens with... Imogen slumped over on her bed and there's like pieces of mechanic equipment. And Zergy goo. And radio like all over the place and uh, Imogen is like passed out. So we can begin with Lily doing things. Lily opens a beer to drink in the morning? Uh, I mean, yeah, why not? Or like, do you check out Snowball? Because you know he was hurt pretty bad. Yeah, I think I'm going to... So we're still on the planet. You're on the platform. Okay. I'm still thinking about the adjutant on the planet, but I don't know that there's much we can do about that. That might be a problem for future Lily to worry about. Possibly. She may even be re-socialized by then. (laughs) Yeah, I'll go, I'll check on him. He's probably, I'm not going, he's in my room. Yeah, 
You open it up and like the bed that he's using. Mm-hmm. Snowball certainly is still there. Give me a two purple knowledge zerg check. Two successes. Okay. You're looking Snowball over, and you think he's recovered all of his wounds, but he does still have this crit. Okay. Which he was very heavily injured, so that's actually... He, he heals remarkably quick, apparently. Well, yeah, I mean, with the creep and all. And then yes. I think Imogen gave him a painkiller, so... But also, he has no definitive structure, so it's probably easier for him to heal when there isn't a bone that can break that's permanent. Yeah, and you made the check, Lily. You know that Zerg do tend to regenerate. Yeah. Uh, you're not always sure to what degree they're capable of doing it, but that's especially true for Snowball, as uh, Jen just said. He doesn't have definitive structure, so it's... He changes his shape all the time. But he still has that crit. Yeah, but I don't have any medical... Well, I guess I could roll for medicine to see if I know anything. I'm not going to be able to heal a crit, but... Basically, from my perspective, he's physically healed up, but there's something else that's still... Yeah. Yeah, so I know that he's still not 100%. Correct. Last time, it was described as some sort of hard possibly like shrapnel caught inside him or yes so there's there's like something that's stuck inside his form that's just uh like it's messing with his ability to change shape okay clearly that's kind of a painful thing for him right now yeah i mean lily is reckless but i don't know what she could recklessly do about this yeah you might try to find a way to just like tear it out but that might do more harm than good you might give snowball something to bite down on but he doesn't really have a mouth well, he sort of does, but not really. And then when you rip it out. Okay. That's that's one option, but like, as you said, like, Lily might recognize, like, I don't know what to do with this situation. Yeah, okay, so Imogen is asleep, so I'm trying to decide if Lily would try to fix this herself. I mean, why not? So, yeah, I give him some beer. <laughs> okay, you give Snowball some beer. Yeah. Let me uh, see how he reacts to that. I don't know if I need to make a knowledge zerg for that or not, but was, I was basically was thinking of something that might calm him down. He was not a fan of beer last time. Yeah, no, he is not a fan. It tastes gross. It... Okay, then back that up, because I was trying to think if there was anything that was like a sedative for him, but I don't have anything like that. So yeah, I'm just going to be like, hang tight, buddy. And I'm going to, my plan is pull it out if I can. Right. Give him some Powerade. Give him some Powerade. Yeah, so okay. that's like my one-two punch. I want first a charm or leadership check to like keep him calm while you do this. Because he doesn't really understand you. Right. I will bribe him with power aid. Okay. I'll be like, look, how about some power aid you just hold still? Okay, you'll take a blue die on this check then. I'm going to say that's a charm check. Unless it's a negotiation. It's all the same for me. It's, let's say it's a charm. Two purple? Yes, for Snowball. But you get a blue die, don't forget. Oh, I got a failure. Okay, you're you're trying to keep him calm, but like this hard piece of shrapnel is still embedded in him. It's just, you're not able to sufficiently distract him from it. Okay, can I just try to hold him down and do it? Yeah, you can try to just do it anyway, but you're <laughs> not going to get any bonuses on this roll. Uh, this will be a medicine check. Okay. I don't have the difficulty of the crit written down. I think it was an easy one, though. It was a level one crit. One purple versus your medicine. Okay. Oh, reckless Lily. Uh, we don't want to wake up Imogen. Now, before you roll. Uh-oh. Would you like to have a flashback? I don't know if this is where you want to spend that. Just you're, you're thinking about ways to not kill Snowball. You were a Zerg researcher. It would have been a smart thing to do, but I already rolled. Unfortunately, it was successes. Oh, okay. 
two successes and a threat. Maybe as I'm doing it, I realize what a bad idea it was. Yeah, and Snowball is not liking it at all. You managed to rip it out. He does take a wound, but he's he's not mortally injured or anything. And he's not, he doesn't like what you did to him. You, you just hurt him. He kind of like slithers back into his box. Yeah. Uh, but you have cured Snowball's crit. You have a piece of shrapnel. Okay. From one of these machine gun rounds. That was dumb, but it worked. I'm happy to try to bribe him with some Powerade, though, just to get back in his good graces. I mean, he'll take the Powerade, but he doesn't... Uh, doesn't forgive easily, I understand. He, he takes the Powerade, but he doesn't seem interactive as much as he normally would be. That's fine, I'll let him be. Okay. <laughs> Probably about this time, uh, Imogen starts to rouse, because that takes you 30 minutes to an hour or so to get going. Does Snowball make any noise? Yeah, there is kind of like a high-pitched scree as you, like, rip this out. It's not super loud, but yeah, it's probably loud enough that Imogen would hear that. And then I guess I go sharpen my knives while Imogen wakes up from whatever she was up to. Yeah, Imogen, you rouse to the sound of screaming Snowball. (laughs) Of Lily torturing a Zerg. Do I feel like that was loud enough that somebody outside Saffron would hear it? Probably not. Okay. I mean, the, the ships have to be pretty well insulated because they have to withstand the vacuum of space, so that's, that's not a big issue. Okay. All right. I uh, push all the pieces of mechanical tools and things like that off myself. I fix my braid. <laughs> Get another point back. And then I come out to the common area where Lily is sharpening knives, and I tell her, I don't think we're quite done here yet. Yeah? That object you found, it's a Zerg transmitter. Uh Uh-huh. So there's a possibility that the Queen of Blades is willing to smooth things over between us and her, is what the message said. But I didn't get information about a meeting point or anything like that. I'm trying to get the thing to work again so that it can be a two-way conversation. It was left here by my brother. Okay. I don't know if he's down there, or if it was just relaying his message from somewhere else. But, you know, if we don't want her hounding us across the sector, we need to, we need to pursue this, I think. I'd like to go back down and look for that thing again. Something you remember down there? Mm-hmm. The silver torso. Oh, the adjutant. Yes. Um... If the place hasn't been shelled to smithereens yet, it's possible there's still something there. That is a risk. Guess if it's shelled, it's not a problem. That's also true. Oh, you want the thing destroyed, not recovered? Uh, I'd like it recovered, but but it's not a problem if it's destroyed. I see. I think. Well, you're the one who knows military things. So if it's a matter of needing clearance to go back down for something... Maybe there is someone you can talk to to arrange that. Or I guess we could maybe check if Kate wants additional footage or something that we could offer to go film for her as an excuse for going back. Both of those are possibilities. You know, more establishing shots or things like that. The after shot from the after the Dominion victory. But I've got to... Yeah, we're not really sure who won that. It was being overrun by Zerg when we left. (laughs) But I've got to fiddle around with this thing a bit more... So that's what I'm doing after breakfast. It's like 10.30 in the morning. (laughs) I'm I'm getting my smoothie put together. (laughs) 
Yeah. <laughs> okay. Then what I want to do is offer to run some, do some recon since we have a science vessel down on the planet. You want to offer this to like some Dominion brass or like Kate's not particularly interested in that directly, but. Yeah, I don't think Kate would be. It would be just somebody in probably an appropriate military. So you. It doesn't have to be a high up, just somebody that would. You would need to find an officer. Yeah. So Durian's not going to cut it. No, but he might know. He ought to know officers, that is true. He might know if who would be a good person to go to, who might care about this. You know, just go straight to General Davis. Bam, right to the top. Oh. I mean, I could, but I think <laughs> Lily's been a soldier long enough to know that that's probably not how you do things. <laughs> I mean, if you don't sneak onto their bridge and eradicate pests, <laughs> <laughs> then you really don't have any business meeting with them. <laughs> there is that. I know that the guy that does whatever, the, the form guy, doesn't like us. The quartermaster doesn't like us. Correct. Yeah. I couldn't think of the name. And then the lady that was in charge of all of this stuff. The comptroller. She's in charge of the platform though, right? Oh, no, no, no. General Davis is the military officer in charge of this whole operation. Okay. There's the lady who's in charge of all the forms. Okay, okay. She's in charge of the bureaucracy. I'm trying to think about who might be... Maybe I'll just ask Durian. So yeah, so I'll call Durian. Hey, Lily, I was just meaning to talk to you. Oh, yeah? What's going on? Uh, I was actually, I was wondering if you were free uh, this afternoon. Sure. Cool. Uh, I have a, I'm just, they tell me it's kind of a big deal. I don't think it's a big deal. I got a, a ticket. Well, you know, uh, it, Durian's kind of like stumbling over his words a whole lot. Mm-hmm. Maybe he's going to recruit, try to recruit me again. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. They're, uh, they decided to give me a field promotion to lieutenant. Looks like you do know it, officer. <laughs> Is that what you want? Well, like, I'm going to be getting out after this mission anyway. Uh, so that comes with, like, other benefits, you know, the officer's club, this, that. Uh, the point is, like, for the ceremony, you know, take an oath, all this stuff. Like, you're supposed to have a second there. Uh, so I was wondering if you'd be my second. Yeah. Oh, excellent. Thank you so much. Cool. Congratulations. Thanks, I think. I'm, uh... I'm not really sure if I'm cut out for officer stuff, but hey, that's the officer's call to make, not mine. Just put it on your business card. Oh, there you go. It's lieutenant, retired. I, mean, I was so used to working for a living, though. It'll be weird. So you're going to stay in the military? Uh, that's not the plan. But if I can retire as a lieutenant, that's a preferential thing. Yeah. Did not think I would ever make it that high. Oh, I thought you were just going to go back into the Endurians. No? Oh, well, that's, I mean, the uh, private uh, mercenary company. You know, do security forces things. If I could try to avoid, uh, you know, uh, these uh, in-depth campaigns, that'd be, that'd be ideal. Yeah. You know, get kind of tired of a camping. And, and being shot at so much. Uh, yes, yeah, so Durians, uh, you, have you done one of these ceremonies? I haven't done one of these before. Do you know what all, like, how dressed up should, should I get? Have I done one of these before? Ah, that's a good question. When you were made a colonel, they just ripped off a name badge and slapped a new one on. That is pretty close to what happened for you. <laughs> okay, so have I been through one of these? Uh, you're going to have to make a two purple knowledge Terran check. Okay. And it's like, how much do you remember if you were? Knowledge Terran. Gosh, I don't know if it's worth a flashback for a ceremony, but it would be so interesting to find out something about my history. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to use it. She's doing it. <laughs> I'm going to upgrade this. To help Durian. That's right. It's worth it. 
Okay, so we need to set the scene. You are in some kind of ceremony. You're in the Cerberus facility. This is sometime after, like, whatever the lead scientist guy, like, ripped off your corporal rank and, like, slapped on a colonel. Uh, they don't have stars. They have, like, a little eagle, I think, at least today. And I assume it's the same in the far future. Uh, so they, they made you a confederate colonel, but, like, it's a week later. You're there in this room. There's a couple people standing around. The scientist is like, did we really... Is this really necessary? But there's some gruff-looking officer there. He's looking at it like, nope, we have to do this. If she's going to be a colonel, then we have to follow the right procedures. That's the most important part of this. And he's like giving you some, he's reading off some oath that sounds like a lot of nonsense. And he's like asking you, like, and who is your second? And like, you don't really know anybody out here. You're like, you point to the scientist. You point to the hydralisk. You <laughs> point to the hydralisk. Oh, perfect. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not Sarah, the the woman that was my friend. Oh, in the military, was she the one that died or something? She did die. There was the possibility that she was eaten by Zerg. Yes, her body was never found. I don't know when that happened. That was related. I don't either. That was related to when Lily was running the Cerberus facility. We found like a letter that she was writing about the program and things like that. Okay, so that is later. Uh, so what you do is like. Someone's walking down the hall and you're like, uh, her. And there's some lower ranking sergeant or whatever general like demands that she come in. There's lots of other uh, miscellaneous lower ranking officials as well. Uh, like a couple captains, whatever. People way above your rank nominally. Uh, well, until recently nominally. They're all kind of gruff, whatever. Uh, they give this oath. The second affirms like, uh, yeah, she's cool. Then they pin, they repin the like Colonel Eagle on you. And then immediately, all the other lower-ranking officers, like, snap to attention, and you kind of have to salute mm -hmm. to, like, wave them off. Uh, and that's when your, your vision fades. Okay, let's see if I remember what we're all wearing. Yeah. I mean, I'm assuming it's a dress uniform or something like that. Oh, it's a wash. It is a wash. That part, not super clear. That ceremony, clearly not 100% up to spec. And it's not Dominion, it's Confederate. And that was Confederate, not Dominion. Lily's just going to be like, I don't know, your dress uniform? Yeah, yeah, it's probably a good idea. Uh, do you still have your old uniform? I don't know if it'd be appropriate for you to wear it right now, but... Oh, for me? Yeah. For the second. So was that, he was asking for me what, how... Yeah, for you. <laughs> Lex just assumes for anything you'd wear your dress uniform. If it's an official, <laughs> this is as much as I know about the military. Yeah, no, that's a reasonable assumption. But I do not have a dress uniform, do I? I mean, if you think Lily still does. You know what? Maybe I would because that helps with my cover. Okay, it's up to you whether you still have that or not. You don't need to spend a story point on that. It's the narrative thing. Yeah, I think she would just because, I mean, when she left, it was planned. It wasn't like she ran off. Right, you had forged papers. So like in theory, it was all legit. Oh, yeah, yeah. She keeps anything that, like, legitimizes her paperwork. Okay, yeah, because you didn't go AWOL. You, you had papers that said you were discharged. Yeah, and I've there's nothing that I've done that's been like, we had to run and you left everything behind that you own, so. Correct. She has all kinds of crap, so yeah, yeah. Ooh, okay, well, uh, that, that'll, that'll be great. I really appreciate it. Probably still fits. I'm sure you'll look great. I mean, uh, <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll see you too. Thank you so much, Lily. All right, see you later. And he gives you the location. It's at, like, the officer's club. Okay. Totally didn't ask him what I wanted to ask him, but... <laughs> but there will be officers at the thing. That's true. 
there's usually like some schmoozing after the promotion ceremony, or at least cake. 100% that is true. Well, it might be something that I can offer him too as a thing that maybe he can get in good or something with that. I did toy with the idea of deciding what Lily might think he looks good in <laughs> and telling him to wear that. But I was like, ah, oh, that's not really Lily's style. <laughs> All right. Uh, so Lily has that phone call. Imogen, you're awake. You've had your smoothie. This radio is still not doing much. So am I allowed to make another mechanics check on it or do I need to like acquire more things? You should start with a two purple knowledge Zerg check. Oh goodness. I don't know Zerg. You can try to enlist some assistance. She's on the phone with Durian. I don't want to bother her. Ooh, yeah. Can you try to get Snowball to help you? No, he's not friendly right now. You could try to find a Zerg expert on this ship. Probably one around somewhere. <sighs> that's, that's dealing with questions I don't want to answer. Can you call Egon? Egon was not happy that we had a conversation while I was on Core Hall. I'm not <laughs> sure he would want to talk to me while I'm on an actual military base. There is that. I, I'm i going to try this role on my own. You have one story point available. I will use it. Okay. Two successes and one threat. Okay. Uh, you think you figured out what's wrong. This radio doesn't have a good power source, and it requires a biological power source. But there was like a pumping Zerg heart in it. Yeah. And that's not pumping anymore. I do Zerg CPR? No? Okay, it needs a biological power source or just any power? Like, can I try? We got the backup battery for, like, Snowball. You did get the backup battery for Snowball. You'd have to do some rejiggering. And that, that piece of equipment has some sort of interface with yes. organic stuff. So here's what you, one, you take a, you take a strain as you consider CPR and a Zerg heart, and that grosses you out a bit. And then I consider asking Snowball to borrow his former brain. Yes, here's the situation. If you can get some Zerg-compatible fuel for this, uh, which you made your check, so like a, some sort of amount of creep or some other Zerg component, then it is a two-purple mechanics check. Without that, trying to rejigger something else will be a three-purple mechanics check. All right. Is there anything Snowball-related that can help here? I mean, you can rip out a piece of Snowball and see if that helps. He doesn't really have a heart, though. He's just a series of fluid-filled membranes. I'm not looking to uh, hurt Snowball. I'm just, I mean, Lily was earlier today. I've got these alligator clips. Can I just, like, hook <laughs> Snowball in? Now, this might be a little mad scientist-y, but I think we still have two catalysts left. I don't know if you could put those on the heart and see if that does something. That's also an interesting idea. <laughs> okay. I was not expecting these. I don't know what I was expecting. Frankenzerg. Uh, yeah, so if you could hook up Snowball directly, you think that would work. It would probably be painful for Snowball. Okay, I don't want to actually hurt Snowball. You could hook Lily to it. Fortunately, that's not going to... If you had Ted, Ted might be useful. We can go get you a Zerg. You might be able to, like, more properly integrate it with Snowball. That's where I was, like, trying to think if there was a way that I could use the implant as, like, some sort of bridge. Yes. If you uh, did that, long-term effects on using Snowball's brain as a radio, uncertain. Maybe he could communicate with us. <laughs> Maybe. All right. I think that's the avenue that I would explore first prior to pouring catalysts on it to just try to jumpstart it. I think, like, I would want to check on Snowball anyway. 
because you know snowball was recovering and i would be looking to go into lily's room and check on snowball and start to like consider what can i do with this radio and snowball okay question for lily then what did you do with the piece of shrapnel that was inside him did you just like throw it away do you is just sitting on your nightstand no i'm glad you asked i put it in his backpack in Lily's perspective, the headgear, the the shrapnel, it's all trophies for him. Okay. That he's kind of earned the hard way. So she just puts it in his bag. Yeah. He survived those. Okay, perfect. I mean, assuming it fits. Yeah, it's not a huge piece of shrapnel. I mean, it fires big bullets, those guns, but it's not uh, not too enormous. Uh, yeah, sure, Imogen. You go into Lily's room. Lily, you were on the phone, like, in the main area because you were thinking about heading out, but... Yeah, I mean, she's talking with Durian. Clearly, I'm not going to disturb her. Yeah, you don't. I don't think you need to make a stealth check. I don't even, like, ask her anything. I just, like, brush past her, and I'm just kind of like, check it on Snowball, and, like, go into her room. While she's in the middle of, do I have a dress uniform? I think so. Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah, Snowball is in there, kind of curled up in his bed. You walk in, like, he perks up for a moment, but then kind of slumps that back down. I show him this Zergy piece of tech. I know you can't understand anything I'm saying, but does this look like anything meaningful to you? Do you have any idea of how to use this thing? Does it call out to you in any way? Can you hear it? Like, he looks at it vaguely for a moment or two, and then slumps back over. Okay. Like, you're showing him a new thing. That's not food. Not interested. <laughs> Some spy you are. <laughs> Should have brought sweet tea. Okay, so then I go digging through his backpack, looking for the brain implant thing. Yep, that's right there. Right underneath a piece of shrapnel. Okay. Then I guess I attempt some things with alligator clips and whatever remnants of creep are still on the bottom of his bed. Do I need some sort of like social check with Snowball to enact? Yeah, you're going to need some kind of check with Snowball to assist with the mad science in this situation. Maybe for you, it's like more like survival. Okay. Like treating him like an animal directly. Yeah. Speaking in soothing tones, but not like saying anything. Yeah. Give me a two purple. Uh, I'll tell you what. A purple and a red. I'll spend a point. Because Snowball's been having a bad day. And I, I haven't brought any treats, so. Failure with two advantages. You can recover some strain if you like. Uh, like You can always like force Snowball to do this, but it's going to... Like, what sort of reaction am I getting? Complete ignoring me or, like, moving away in distress? Yeah, if you're trying to, like, attach alligator clips to him or, like, get this headgear back in him, it's definitely, like, he's kind of pulling away a lot. Okay, that's fine. So I think at that point, I'll give up on the... The radio slave Zerg? (laughs) The pet. Rather than radio free Zerg. Oh, radio free Zerg, right. And I think at that point... Yeah, the next thing to try is, like, does pouring any sort of catalyst on it excite? Like, even if it's not going to form a transformation, like, will it excite the flesh enough to, like, do something momentarily? Okay, I think that's reasonable to try. You have a hydralisk and a drone. I think drone is the safer choice here. Yeah, I think that makes more sense. Okay, Uh, you got this catalyst, you know it, it has strong reactions with... Whatever it does. Obviously, this thing is not a larva. You do not expect to get a drone out of this equation. Yeah, but we're still doing this inside the science vessel. Yes. Uh, So it's the two purple mechanics check. 
to get this thing working. You're going to take a black die, though, because not the ideal tool for the, the job. Am I aided by my mechanics stuff? Yeah, there are mechanical components to this, so you are aided by your mechanics kid. Do you have a knack for mechanics? I do have a knack for mechanics. Thanks for reminding me. That makes me succeed with no threats at all. Well, that's good. You succeed. Once you expose the catalyst to the air, you know it goes bad very quickly. You just got to pour it all on. That definitely causes a reaction. Uh, There's some weird acidic like burning type stuff, but the heart starts pumping again. And you are able to connect with this radio. Aiden, can you hear me? You put through a call, Aiden, Aiden, after a few moments, is like, I, I, sister, sister, sorry, I'm exhausted. <laughs> She's awesome. <laughs> I, well, you know, my, it's a long story. Are you on Tarsonis? What? No, no, I'm on, uh, on Char. Okay. I just, we found out you were headed to Tarsonis. We tried to... How'd you find that out? Uh, we have sources. I mean, the Zerg's pretty much... Live on our ship. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we run the sector, I mean. Queen is... She's kind of queen of the whole... Look, her words, queen bitch of the universe. So, is she still mad at us? Mad at you? Uh, I mean, you had wanted to talk with her, and she said she might be willing to, to treat with you, uh, but she wants something from you first. Does she want the cerebrate sample back? Uh, I don't know anything about a cerebrate sample. That's what made her so angry. Oh. Well, I did That's news to me. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, cerebrates, well, they used to be kind of important. They're not really around much anymore, apparently. Uh, but, but, but anyway, no, she's interested in... What's the Dominion doing trying to invade Tarsonis? <laughs> For, I'm just... Right now, I'm like, wait, did she forget we existed? Does she not even think... Like, she's not mad at us at all? Then we don't need to talk with her. <laughs> Make, like, a hard streetwise check. Never mind. <laughs> no, never mind. Goodbye. I have success with one threat. You're pretty sure like 90% of this is just like Aiden's, like you never told Aiden about this cerebric business. Okay. And so like, this is all news to him. And maybe he's not sufficiently plugged into the Zerg hive mind to, this is your understanding of it. Uh, but it, it is possible that maybe she doesn't know it's literally you two that took that cerebric sample. Okay, so she, maybe she's not as all-knowing as she was seeming like she was before. You think there's room for ambiguity? Okay. Uh, on the other hand, you also suppose, do I want to take that gamble with her? Right, right, right. And you also know, like, if she's not pissed, then maybe you can get something else you want. Yeah, but now I'm thinking, like, what do we want from the Queen of Blades if it's not her forgiveness? <laughs> and that's worth spying for, on the Dominion for. Yeah, but it's not like you have any loyalty to the Dominion. No, but we're like in the middle of their military like establishment right now. And Lily's been doing her best to not like have Snowball gain useful. Like, I don't want to help the Zerg go to war against anything. <sighs> Look, sister, she just, she just needs to know why is Minsk wasting so many lives throwing these, uh, Dominion men and women at our songs. I can tell you what they're telling everybody else why they're doing it, but it sounds like maybe you want something. Aye, she can she can see UNN as well. We do get that on Char, believe it or not. They have excellent broadcast range. Oh, well, then you'll let me know how telegenic I am. What now? When the special comes out. You get a new job, sister. 
finishing the old one. Ah, uh, no, she's interested in, like, there's got to be some reason why he would bother wasting lives on something like that. Is it? Is it just retribution against Zerg? Is it like a test of his military or something like that? Uh, these are the crazy ideas. Or is he after something from the Confederacy? So, maybe you can look into whether he would be after something from the Zerg. That's a possibility. Those are things we can understand a little bit better. But because of where you are, sister, you have accesses that we don't. I know the Confederacy was doing research on Zerg here before everything went down. So if there's something specific that they're looking for, and you can find some clear evidence of that, it'd be very helpful, sister. I also want to make clear the Dominion does not have the forces to take Tarsonis. They're not going to win. I will say the Queen has allowed them to land to better understand their purpose. So any victories they think they've accumulated, they are fleeting. So as soon as she knows what they're after, then she just closes in on them? She'll certainly reject them from her, the shores of Tarsonis, unless she finds a, a better purpose. Is it a minion just going to hang out there for the next year? Great, then they're not at Korhal. At this point, I just want to say that I stormed into the middle of the science vessel and started pouring catalyst on my radio. This conversation is happening right there, smack in the middle, after Lily has, like, hung up with Darian. So I know Lily's not a big talker, but if you did want to interject anything in this discussion of us spying on the Dominion and, you know, the Zerg allowing the Dominion to do what they want here for a moment, you can feel free to say something. Um, you know Aiden. <laughs> No, because Lily doesn't think that there's a... She'll probably talk to you after you get off the phone. Do you give Imogen any, like, looks? Because she doesn't think that Aiden is, like... As far as she's concerned, he's kind of brainwashed, or he's been converted or whatever. It's like resacking for Zerg. He's a Zerg Yeah, resock. she's not going to try to convince him, but I have to think about whether or not she care. You know what? I think she thinks Imogen can make this decision... She's trying not to leak information, but if Imogen feels like there's something we need to do to trade it, I don't know if Lily is quite that loyal. She might be less loyal than Imogen is. Remember, she's worked for all the sides. That's true. <laughs> Working against the Zerg, worked for the Zerg. It's all the same. Yeah. So she might be kind of interested to see what Imogen comes up with, but I don't know that she has an opinion. She doesn't trust the Zerg. She doesn't trust Aiden, but she trusts Imogen. Yeah. Would you like some kind of, like, social role with Aiden here? It doesn't need, certainly doesn't need to be full-on social combat. No, the thing that I'm just, like, this would be an easier, like, decision to make, like, if we had been, like, actively harassed by Zerg, like, in the last few months or whatever because of having taken the Cerebrate. Right. Like, we took it, and she threatened us very loudly, and as a result, that pilot, Shreve, really hates us <laughs> yeah but uh but that's been like the largest repercussion right. other than us feeling like holy crap that's the most powerful person in the sector and she has it out for us like there hasn't actually been any fallout but i am sitting here thinking like if we really are gonna go on this business of like salvage and doing jobs for protoss i don't want hanging over my head that like a Zerg flotilla could show up at any point in time simply because we pissed her off. That is true. Snowball is in our possession. It is entirely reasonable to think like she knows where we are at any point in time and she just hasn't bothered with us. But she could change her mind. 
Yes, and I think like like Aiden also like not fully aware of what your situation is. He's he's like this will be useful to the queen uh, soon, and she can if you need to clear up some misunderstanding. I'm sure he's about to say like oh she's an understanding person, but <laughs> I'm sure you can work out an arrangement where she can forgive you. So I think what I want to do here, I do want a social check of some kind. Okay. And it's either charm or leadership. And all I really want to do here is to remind Aiden of, like, his humanity. Of who he is. Yes. And, like, that she's been betrayed before. I don't know if she's trustworthy. I don't know if she'll hold to a deal. Because she might feel like she doesn't have to because other people betrayed her. And so... This is not me saying, like, now, now, Aiden, remember, like, you're on the side of the turns also. This is more like, you gotta look out for me, brother, here. Okay, okay. No, I'm good for my half of it. Can you make sure she's good for hers? I think this is a charm check. I'm gonna spend a story point, though, so let's be a red and two purples. Ah, uh, yes. My two least good social skills. Charm? Oh, right. Yes, I've gotten way better at scolding people than at being nice to them. Do we have story points? Uh, yes, you do. I will use one. Okay. And you can take a blue die because it is your brother Aiden. Oh, crap. So I have failed. Any threats or advantages? No. Uh, he just tells you, like, I, I, sister, I, look, I know the queen's got the bad reputation, Okay. Well-deserved. You don't get to be in, in charge of the sector without making some enemies. Well, I can tell you from everything I know, she's dealt fair with me. Was this the best outcome I could have had? No, but it's better than a lot of other outcomes, frankly. And I get to see things that I wouldn't normally see, experience things that definitely wouldn't normally experience. I don't need the details. Not even sure I could describe them if I wanted to. And I don't think I do. And again, this whole conversation being broadcast inside your science vessel. <laughs> All right, so I can reach you via this radio list. Aye. Uh, yes, if you can do that, that'd be very helpful. And if you have some sort of solidish evidence, not just hearsay, that'd be really helpful. All right, we'll see what I can do. Aye, stay safe, sister. Stay safe, brother. The heart kind of gives out. <clears throat> you have one more catalyst. Yep. And you're not 100% sure with a Zerg catalyst on top of the drone catalyst. <laughs> it's a hydralisk that has storage compartments. Yeah. The things you're doing to this poor radio. Okay. So. I think you can both throw cooler discipline at this point. Yeah. A lot of good that did me. Oh, but I fixed my hair again. <laughs> yeah, but I haven't really had much of a stressful day. <laughs> no, I mean, you got invited to a ceremony. Performed surgery. Yeah, well, there's that. Early morning surgery. Yeah. That wasn't hard for me. <laughs> <laughs> so I guess Lily's just going to look at Imogen, see what she says. <laughs> All right. So Imogen is kind of like, well, suppose you heard what the queen is looking for to not be so angry with us about Redstone. So what did she say? She wants to know what Minsk is after on Tarsonis. Really. Not that this is all just a show of dominion strength. And Aiden's pretty confident that 
as far as the dominion has gotten here, it is because the queen has allowed it to happen to help her figure out what they're doing here. Whether it's them looking for something confederate or something else. You yourself are awfully keen to find something from what the confederates were doing here. Do you remember enough about that? Is that something big enough that it'd be helpful to Minsk? I'm trying to remember what my flashback was of. Right, you had a flashback about the adjutant on which you stored like all of your Cerberus journals. Okay. All I know is that I was sending all the information on my journals from the Cerberus facility on that AI. So my name's on it, which is why I want to get it. But I don't know, like, I don't remember. So it was some sort of Zerg research, but the part that was conducted here, not the part that was on Charsara. What, how does this timeline fit together? I'm trying to remember the flashback. Uh, you know what, uh, Lily's memory is kind of bad, so it doesn't necessarily fit together. That's my excuse for anything. Lily just kind of shrugs. I know I was sending it from here. But you don't know whether you were doing those things before or after the work that you did on Chastara. No. So you do know that, like, adjutants, they're like high-capacity storage devices and, like, generally considered secure. Didn't we, like, self-destruct the place on Chastara anyway? Yeah, we definitely left that place exploding from the self-destruct. So it's possible that there is research to be found on Tarsonis related to controlling Zerg. Yes, that is definitely possible. Now, we do know that technology to attract Zerg to a location to attack is something that like already existed and was already used by the Confederates and possibly by Mensk also. Yes, Mensk definitely has that capability. And so it's got to be something that's more attractive than just draw Zerg to a location. If it's something along the lines of, and then make the Zerg do what you want, aka control part of the swarm yourself, that would be very useful to Minsk. So do you want to take this job? <laughs> I like how you view it. <laughs> I mean, what what's she paying? Because it sounds pretty dangerous. What she's paying is to not be a sword of Damocles dangling over us for the rest of our lives. I like swords. okay (laughs) she hasn't done anything to inconvenience us yet but she could at any point in time she was really mad after redstone and we've got her little spy kept in a closet all the time here she can find us whenever she wants to Mm -hmm. it would be good not to have to worry about that maybe you don't worry about it anyway but (sighs) but Imogen's a worrier We're trying to make something of our lives here. Like, I would prefer to worry about, like, what's the next job we have lined up, not when is the Zerg swarm going to descend on us. We've done jobs for Protoss. We've done jobs for the Rebellion. We we even partnered with Zagara, and we helped out Blight. I, I don't have a personal loyalty to the Dominion. I don't want our friends hurt, but Durian's getting out. I don't want people needlessly killed. This planet, though, has already been wiped out. Would I want to help them attack an inhabited planet? No, I wouldn't. But I feel like that's not at stake here. So it's a salvage job. I, I think it is. And it might just be the information. 
or it might be getting to it first. Mm-hmm. I don't know. If we get to it first, then we have something to sell. So, did Darian say anything about knowing someone who could commission a sensor sweep? Darian's getting a promotion. He's going to be a lieutenant. He's got a ceremony this afternoon. They're still letting him out, though, right? Yeah. Yeah, I checked. Okay. <laughs> All right. Well, it still might be helpful to to talk to Kate and see if she wants any footage taken. That gives us additional cover. I was going to talk to Durian about it, but if he's a lieutenant, it might be useful. He might care. He might not. <laughs> You've been listening to Fraud Investigators, set in Blizzard's StarCraft universe, and played using Fantasy Flight Games' Genesis role-playing system. Our GM was Dan, and our players were Lex and Jen. For the serialized narrative write-up of this adventure, visit us at DiceyStories.com. Our music comes from Purple Planet Music. Visit them at purple-planet.com. Until next time, This is Dicey Stories, reminding you, don't be dumb.